0: episode 222 of the business talk with bill roy podcast the wichita business journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people places companies organizations and issues that are important to wichita's business community i'm kirk simonoff wichita business journal managing editor Well, in today's print edition of the business journal you'll find the 2021 edition of our commercial real estate guide it's 52 pages of commercial real estate information including more than 40 pages of listings for office retail and industrial real estate shelby kellerman our commercial real estate beat writer joins me on this week's podcast to talk about the market and what those in the profession are saying about its future First, let me fill you in on what else is in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. The 2021 Marketing Award honorees are the big story in this week's paper. It's our second class of top marketing professionals, people who excel in messaging and brand recognition for clients, companies, and communities. The marketing awards begin on page 11. Our Women Who Lead series this month spotlights women in the field of human resources. That begins on page 34. This week's list, Advertising Agencies. That's on page Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One significant way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly leads section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our leads section this week begins on page 45. Equity Bank. means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Well, commercial real estate beat writer Shelby Kellerman, thank you for joining me.
1: Oh, sure. Happy to be here. Thanks, Kirk.
0: (laughs) So Each year, the Business Journal puts together a hefty special section devoted to Wichita area commercial real estate. And this year's section is in Friday's print edition, in addition to listings across the city and area, you take an annual look at, at a facet of the business. How did you approach the story angle this time?
1: Sure. Well, first of all, I wanted to look back at the story I did last year um, when obviously COVID-19 was you know, very much top of mind. So a year ago, I had um, 12 different real estate professionals weigh in on their predictions about the future of commercial real estate and the impacts of COVID-19. And at the time, you know, everyone was was very cautious, especially, you know, on the office and retail side. Um, And so now a year later, COVID is is still pretty top of mind. And so I decided to sort of follow up to last year's story and write about what to expect from the post-COVID real estate market, which, I mean, just as a caveat, of course, you know, we're not Post-COVID at this point, the pandemic is definitely still ongoing. But in terms of the economy and the pandemic's impact on real estate, I mean, we don't have any shutdowns right now. We don't have any restrictions, at least locally, that are limiting business operations. And so in that sense, we at least are heading toward, I think, you know, a post-COVID environment in real estate. So um, that being said, you know, there are still some lingering effects of the pandemic, um, some good, some bad. we still have, you know, some offices still working from home, for example. And so that's kind of what I wanted to examine more closely as it relates to office retail and industrial markets.
0: So, so what did you find about how the office market is faring? Are, are there still fears about, you know, the need for office space if, if, if workforces are still working from home?
1: Yeah, we do have several you know major offices still working remotely so um at least or at least portions of them you know whether that's a hybrid or, or full remote schedule um, like fidelity bank of course has said that their downtown office is about half full at least last time I, I spoke with them which means that they are you know still pausing plans to create their new 10-story office tower so in that vein you know we don't have a lot of new office development happening um so for this Story I talked with Paul Jackson of Vantage Point Properties, which, if you can think back pre pandemic, um, was about to start renovating two downtown buildings into offices um, the Legacy Antique Mall building and the McCormick Armstrong building in the Douglas Design District. And he basically said, You know, yes, we're still committed to doing that, but we're not going to build spec anymore, which means instead of renovating, or you know, building and finding tenants later, they're going to get users lined up first, which you know, has its pros and cons. The pro is you're limiting your financial risk by getting a return on investment faster, but the con is you lose out on tenants who need space fast. Um, you can't necessarily show them a finished product. So, um, But yes, he's still committed. Um, and one of the things I found interesting that both Paul and Jake Ramstack at Insight Real Estate told me, is there's more interest post-pandemic to buy office buildings instead of lease. So these companies wanna have more control and have more flexibility, um, you know, if they, they wanna take up more square footage in their building or less square footage without having to jump through the hoops of, you know, dealing with landlord or, or an existing lease, um, they may decide they want to sublease out a section of the building um, to bring in more revenue, things like that. So. Office sales are actually pretty high right now, which I thought was a bit surprising. Um, and leasing is still happening, too. It just tends to be more of the smaller scale offices. So maybe if you have a couple dozen people, um, you know, you, you might be still active in the market. But the large scale offices with, you know, hundreds of employees, for example, they're just not as active um, in the market and are, are pretty much
0: staying put. Uh, what did you find out about the, the retail side and the restaurant side?
1: Yeah, the big thing for for retail and restaurant owners is that they want flexibility and they want to limit their overhead, right? Because they typically have such small profit margins and COVID tended to push people even more toward online shopping and in-store pickup and curbside pickup, that kind of thing. So, um, which means you just don't really need a whole lot of square footage. The worst thing for a small business owner would be to have a bunch of unused wasted square footage that you still have to pay for in your lease. So what's happening is small spaces. So like 1400 square feet or less is really hard to find on the market, um, which is why places like Revolution, for example, are pretty much always fully leased. I don't know that I've ever you know, seen a vacant space there. So, so small is good. Um, and I've also noticed that pop-up retail shops have become pretty popular. Um, and the first place that came to mind uh, was Bradley Fair. So I, I spoke with um, the general manager over there, their new owners at Bradley Fair have introduced a temporary incubation program. So a retail shop can test out the market essentially without having to commit to a long-term lease. Um, So I talked with um, Abby Wolfert over there about how that model works and how COVID is, you know, kind of boosting the popularity in incubator spaces. So that was pretty interesting. And I think we'll continue to see landlords around town, you know, offering that up. Um, And in terms of restaurants, I think You know, the big thing obviously is drive throughs and again, smaller dining rooms. We're seeing that all over the Wichita area. Um, I just wrote about Schlotzky's um, debuting a new prototype design in Derby. Um, And Freddy's, of course, we've written about has introduced a new concept in Salina that doesn't even have a dining room. So um, people are definitely eating on the go. And that's definitely going to continue impacting, I think, restaurants.
0: And how about the industrial markets? They were really strong pre-COVID here in Wichita. Are you finding that to still be the case?
1: Yeah, definitely still true. Um, I talked with Ted Branson um, at Landmark Commercial Real Estate about this. You know, he's been doing industrial deals for 40, I think, three years in Wichita. And he said he's you know busier than ever and he can hardly. Take a breath, um, and so you know there might have been a pause early on in the pandemic, but um, it quickly ramped back up. Um, and he he talked about how you know there's just more and more people starting businesses, and that means that they're often needing warehouse space, um, and there's just not enough inventory on the market, and so that's why you're seeing a lot of um, spec warehouses and industrial spaces under construction. Um, you know, of course high construction costs are, are slowing some of that down, but it's, it's still happening. And it's still going up all over, all over town. Um, so for example, um, there's um, some spec warehouse going up in Bel Air that I just wrote about. Web Industrial LLC um, is building again. Of course, they're the ones that built the um, Amazon warehouse um, in Northeast Wichita. Um, we have the Ron and Marty Cornejo are, are have plans that I've written about for ICT 21 Industrial Park, which is going to be this massive 130 acre, you know, development with with spec warehouses and potential for for all kinds of industrial uses that can make use of the highway system and the railway system that's that's just right there at 21st Street and I-135. So um, certainly lots, lots of deals happening. You know, aerospace has has probably slowed since they're still dealing with with the impacts of the 737 Max and, and um, COVID's impact. But, but beyond that, yeah, there's just deals happening across the board, um, low inventory. And, and yeah, Ted said he's busier than he's ever been in his 43 years. So that says a lot, I think.
0: So with industrial and 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 retail and market, during COVID and now, I know we're not post-COVID, but we hope to get there. Are you finding mm-hmm. overarching common themes between those three markets?
1: Yeah. I mean, as I said, the thing that I kept hearing over and over again from the people that I talked to was that more and more people are starting new businesses. Um, so maybe, you know, they were laid off at the start of COVID or maybe they've been, you know, working from home and just don't enjoy their jobs anymore. And so they are finally deciding, to follow their own dream and become their own boss. And so that often translates to the need for real estate. So um, for example, I just wrote a few weeks ago about a woman who had been in the healthcare industry for several years and she just got burnt out, you know, with everything going on in the hospital systems. Um, So she opened a new bridal boutique um, in the shops at gallery alley, which again are only like 400 square feet. Um, So again, you know, small retail shops are, are really um, helpful. Um, and on the industrial side, you know, maybe you've started making some kind of product at home, you know, during the pandemic, and now you need warehouse space to store all of it. So, um, you know, pretty much all the agents I talked to have said that they've noticed this. So this is apparently a good time as any to strike out on your own and, and look for real estate.
0: Let me ask you about agents themselves these days and in, in all three of those sectors are they, um, I, you've said busier than ever, you know, I've never been busier, mm-hmm. things like that. Are they beaten down at this point? Are they, are they looking for relief <laughs> or just because they are so busy or, or what's their attitude right now?
1: Yeah, I think the thing that I heard from Ted and I've also heard from residential real estate agents it is similar in the sense that because there's a low inventory of a lot of different product, you know, as soon as something hits the, hits the market, it's a mad rush to get to it and see it. Um, if it's, if it's really high quality class A office space, it's the same thing Jake told me. So, um, so in that sense, they're busier than ever because they don't, you know, real estate used to be an industry where it was a pretty flexible work schedule. People were drawn to that industry because, you know, they, they could work when they needed to clients would come to them, they could schedule showings, but now it's much more fast paced. And so they can't catch a breath (laughs) in the sense that, that things are are going quick. So if it's really high quality, you know, real estate, like I said, like the class A office, then, then yeah, it's, um, it's tough for them to keep up. Uh, But that's not to say there aren't vacancies, especially, you know, class B and C um, offices, things like that. I mean, there's, there's still some, some inventory out there in that regard, but, but yeah, uh, they're, they're pretty busy. I can hardly catch them on the phone sometimes. So <laughs>
0: it must be the case, right? <laughs> yeah. And a reminder, we've got more than 40 pages of those kinds of listings in, in Friday's paper right. of, of, of all kinds of office and industrial and retail space. Uh, Shelby, we joke sometimes that, you know, we're still working from at home here at the Business Journal. We hope to get back in the office a little more in September. Uh, we'll see mm-hmm. how that goes. But I, I always joke that when I drive downtown or I drive to different parts of the city that I'm not, you know, I'm not around all the time, we're seeing new things pop up. But in all actuality, they've been building, you know, not any faster than pre-COVID. But right. What are some of the more high profile development projects that you have your eye on and, and listeners can, should be on the lookout for?
1: Yeah, definitely. One of the ones that, um, you know, like you said, driving downtown that I always forget is is taking shape <laughs> um, is the, the former Key Construction Warehouse. Um, speaking of spec warehouses or spec office, sorry. Um, that's a project from Jerry Jones and Dave Burke um, at Second and McLean, uh, old Key Construction Warehouse that they're renovating and in, turning into an office building. Um, and that all happened in the midst of COVID, um, but they they were able to get the building basically 50% leased before construction started. So they've, they've pretty much, you know, already leased it out at this point, but that building last I drove by, I mean, the whole, let's see, east side of that building was all windows and it had been opened up and it looks totally different. So that's certainly a pretty high high profile project, especially when you think about how it all kind of went down in the middle of, of the pandemic. I think that's pretty impressive. Um, and speaking of, you know, riverfront projects, we've got the um, MOCUS Cafe, if I'm saying that right, um, which is a new coffee concept coming to Wichita. I know ground is already broken on that site, which is uh, just right there next to the library as well. Um, remember that that land was initially going to be an office building. So uh, another good example of, of maybe some, some slowing of new office development. But uh, but yeah, a hospitality restaurant hospitality company out of Salina um, is bringing this new coffee concept to town. So I think that's targeted to open um, in early 2022. Um, so that construction is is ongoing. Um, I'm also speaking of sycamore in that whole area you know the 225 sycamore um, apartments they have to be pretty close to being finished at this point and if you don't if you're not in the area very often it's it's just a massive massive apartment project and it definitely stands out and honestly i think it's kind of a part of the downtown delano um landscape now the you know um, so that, that one's ongoing, almost finished, I believe. Uh, I'm also excited to see what happens with that um, sports bar, sports bar, next to Riverfront Stadium um, that I've written about. Um, the new owner of that building wants to turn it into a open air, you know, restaurant with yard games, very much reminiscent, I think, of like Chicken and Pickle. Um, so I'm excited to see that one. Nothing's, you know, taking shape right now, but something to keep an eye on um, here soon. Um you know medical offices I mean there's tons of renovations going on right now that I've written about uh, Wichita urology group is adding on to their building um same with advanced pain medicine plastic surgery centers had renovations which and has has bought a new building and is renovating it so medical offices is, is just going bonkers right now I feel like I'm writing about it once a week it seems like so um, and of course, you know, that's an industry that's kind of untouchable when it comes to COVID's impact. So I think we'll continue to see that stuff going on. Um, you know, retail wise, we're seeing club car washes still under construction, of course,
0: <laughs> everywhere you look
1: everywhere you look. Yeah. Um, I, I was shocked. I drove down rock road the other day and saw the one by, uh, Town East was was up and open already, so I guess I don't get out to Rock Road very often. But yes, that one's done. Twenty uh, first and Amidon should be under construction. Same with Thirty uh, seventh and Mays. So yeah, those aren't done yet. They're still still going up. Um, and there's a couple other retail strips that are either under construction or now finished. Um, one at Thirty seventh and Mays. One at the waterfront. Um, I haven't heard of any new deals more recently at Greenwich Place. Um, I know Under Armour Construction did just finish. I haven't heard an opening date yet. Um, and Old Navy, I believe, would be the next next to open. But since then, I don't think there's been any, any new activity out there. So. There's certainly lots going on still. WSU's got plenty of construction happening on campus. So um, yeah, I drive around and and uh, it's like a whole new city sometimes.
0: <laughs> but you don't have to drive around because Shelby's on top of the, all the stories. So, oh, I try. <laughs> Shelby, we appreciate you being with us. And, and folks, be sure to look at the what we affectionately, affectionately call the Craig Commercial <laughs> Real Estate Guide in Friday's Business Journal. It's a large, large insert into the weekly paper. Shelby, thanks again for joining me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Anytime.
0: And that's it for the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast for this week, episode 222. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at WichitaBusinessJournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe and have a profitable week.